Ladies and gentlemen, after much anticipation and numerous, a plethora of fan requests to resume, OTP, Off the Pond, is back. Episode 13, January 8th, Friday night. It's on, gentlemen. With my co-host, Scott Mellis, a.k.a. Mick Nasty, and... Mitchell White, Big Dig Mitch, how we doing, fellas? Hey, how are ya? Yeah, hey, how are ya? We're doing pretty good. So, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it at one of you first, uh, and I'm gonna go with my dog, Big Dig Mitch, because homie's been t- taking tequila shots since we started <laughs> the podcast. So I'm going straight to Mitch. So it's I've been pretty good. I mean, as good as anyone, I guess, being uh, stuck at home with COVID uh, restrictions. No, but heard that. Heard that. But you know, getting by, I guess, and yeah, glad to yeah. How, how's the dog? How's the dog? Oh, the dog! I, you know what? The dog loves it. I don't go out. No, anymore. no, no. I ain't talking about that dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. No, good, good to see you guys face to face. My other co-host, McNasty, Scott yeah. Mellis. What's How you doing, on? sir? Not too bad. I've been off for a few weeks. Y'all, y'all can't see me, but I'm giving him the the namaste right now. That's what <laughs> I'm doing. I, I can see it. He is. Okay, good. Well, you can see me, but all the hundreds and thousands of fans can't see us, so I got to say it out loud. We'll have to get the YouTube fans, going once we can do in-person interviews again. This is true. Hey, don't give out all our fucking information, bro. We've got big plans listening, coming. Though, so they listen and okay, keep well, watching. You got to give a little tease. A little tease. Like the Instagram thirst trap with the OnlyFans. You got to give a little taste. Maybe we no? should start OTP-only fans. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to see that. They did I don't think anybody wants to see that. No. None no. of us are in shape right now. It's just, a, it's just not good. Round is a shape, okay? Exactly. Yeah. Round is a shape. Okay, well, if that's what makes you sleep at night, then okay. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> All right, fellas. Where do we even begin? It's been, I don't even know. When was the last episode? September 7th. September 7th. It's a it's a new year right now. It's a new decade. It feels the same. Wait, is no, it a new decade? It's not a new decade. <laughs> yeah. Let's just hey, re- let's just run it back. We won't remember that part. Anyways, <laughs> it's a new year, fellas, and it, it could mean fresh start. Everyone's got New Year's resolutions. Everyone's got new goals that they're trying to get. I just want a little. I want a little feeler. What What do you guys have in mind for the for 2021? For like resolution wise? No, you tell me, bro. I want to hear it. I don't typically make New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to keep them. Okay, heard that. Yeah, but I, also, yeah. that's any time of the year I can make. Oh, I want to do this, and I'm probably not going to do it. But that's just my that's just my personality. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. I feel you, yeah. dog. Uh, Mitch, uh, I, I, uh, hopefully you can top that one. I honestly, I haven't made resolutions either, but. I honestly don't like the idea of a New Year's resolution. Like, if you want to improve yourself, just do it. Why are you, why are you waiting for a new year? Like, why do you have to have a special date? Or yeah. Shia LaBeouf over here. Yeah, listen. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, just do it. But <laughs> You kind of look like, you know what? Now that I think about it, he kind of looks like Shia LaBeouf. With the beard and the haircut. You'll put that in the Tinder profile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Although you might get charged with sexual assault, but we'll Tony, Tony with a T says I look like uh, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of my thoughts on it. Like I never make resolutions because I feel if I want to. You're a little white at us. You're more Shia the chicken. <laughs> chicken. They, you, oh man, that was a terrible <laughs> joke. Uh, Come on. Well, let's go. and hey, <laughs> one of my goals, resolution, activities, whatever you want to call it, was to resume this podcast, and we did it, boys. So tick, oh, check mark. We can do a little bit. Not, I don't know. Want to say better, but maybe like more consistent on it. Yeah, yeah. Get a little bit more of a following this year. Well, the way I see it is, as insightful as we are, you don't want to try to be something you're not. You know what I mean? Yeah, we ain't no Pierre LeBrun. No, we're we're not hockey can't... experts. We didn't even play high level hockey, so I we're didn't just even gonna play hockey. exactly. We're gonna come at you the way we're gonna come at you, and you're gonna like it. It's you're just gonna... our reaction as a t- almost like a typical fan of hockey. Yeah, and and if you don't like it, then I'd Fuck tell you, you to get lost. But if you listen to it, then I appreciate you. <laughs> That's fair, but uh. Fellas, uh, thanks for asking. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Uh, oh, no problem. Again, for those of you who do not know me, my name is Tony with a T, capital T. Um, currently sitting in my bedroom recording this podcast because that's how the world is these days, unfortunately. Um, in terms of resolutions and goals, eh, I don't know if I have something specific. More carried over from the previous year or last couple months, right? I don't really see a year as a, as a, as a new starting point, but I would say uh, get back in shape because I'm currently teetering the line of getting going way down, way down <laughs> I do feel, for, feel for my honest. body. Or and, uh, and how you look at it. And save more money for, for events in the life. You know what I'm saying, boys? Scott knows what I'm saying. I do know what you're saying. Yeah, you know what you're saying. I'm trying to save a lot of money right now. Hey, I think well, I'm well, even picking up what you're laying down. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, 2020 was a strange year, but I think we can all bounce back in 2021. So let's get it. Um, are we just going right into it, fellas? Let's go right into it. World Juniors? I think we may as well. World Juniors. Okay, we're going straight to hockey. Uh, for those of you who don't know, hockey is a sport that's played on ice with a one-inch blade. Uh, a little disc and a wooden stick. Um, we recently had a tournament in Edmonton, Red Deer. Yeah, Edmonton. It was yeah, supposed to be Red Edmonton, Deer. Red Deer, but because of COVID, it just ended up yes. in Edmonton. The World Junior Championship hockey tournament. If you don't know what the World Junior is and you live in Canada, you're a peasant. But if you do know what the World Junior is, then you probably love hockey as much as we do. But just a quick summary. The World Junior Hockey Championship is a tournament of countries around the world where kids, top 10 not kids yeah pretty much top 10 countries of hockey uh is it 16 to 20 it's under 20 so yeah so typically it's age 16 to 20 year old 16 is rare though yeah you Even get seven, it though it's right. anyone under the age of 20 Anyways, it's the tournament of countries where they make a team from ages 16 to 20 uh of the best players of that age group in the country and they compete for bronze so over or goal uh it's done every year it's great hockey most of the time almost oh sorry every time you're gonna see the the best nhl prospects in this tournament and upcoming stars and we watched it the tournament's over canada lost 
USA is gold medal champions. How are we feeling about it? They deserved it based on the gold medal game. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't argue with you. But it's a little upsetting, obviously, but yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, yeah. this, this, this <laughs> is my take. Okay, you go. You or, no, I was just going to say, like, our age group, the big rivalry is USA-Canada. Yeah. So, like, seeing us lose to USA is, like, <clears> super <throat> shitty. But overall, the biggest rivalry is probably Canada-Russia, based on history. In, in historically like, speaking, It depends yeah. on your age and what you grew up It's with. not our fault that Russia is garbage and they don't <laughs> <laughs> have as much youth talent as, as the other two countries. Uh, but I will say, if, we're, if you watched not just the gold medal game, but any of the games in the World Junior Tournament, Canada has a very high, uh, big advantage because a lot of the times the tournament is played in North America. <clears throat> and because of that, Canada has the opportunity to ha- have a certain amount of fans attend. And these are young guys, right? Coming from me personally, if I'm playing a men's league hockey game, GPF, uh, rink, 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 rink two, and I see two girls in the stands, that's enough for me to get going. <laughs> so you can imagine if the fucking stadium was full of People, that would be enough, and all Canada fans, not to mention, that would be enough for Canada to get that extra boost. And I think not having it this year is not the main reason, but one reason why you saw Canada just really didn't have, I don't know, something else in that game, right? They couldn't just take it to another level and really take over. I see what you're saying, but even without the fan, like, it doesn't matter what country you're in, there's always Canadian fans. Yeah. But also... USA doesn't have anything to feed off of either, or yeah, Russia doesn't. Like, to that. Not not necessarily. Like you still have, like there's still a lot of USA fans that travel. Hockey's not nearly as big. Yeah. But there is still that that group of USA like diehard USA <clears> fans <throat> that will travel to places. But there's yeah. also no fans. Like you're not getting any reaction to feed off of. You're not even trying exactly. to like, shut down the Canadians. Especially in a gold medal game where that second goal when Zegra scored on the goal line. It's quite deflating because not only is it a bad bounce and not the best looking goal if you're, uh, what's the goalie's name again? Levi. Levi. If you're Levi, it's not a goal you want to lay in, but at the same time, he didn't really make a mistake because they're just a bad bounce. But it's deflating. It's a deflating goal. And the one thing that Canada has usually is a fan base that can get you out of that funk or out of that shitty time in the game to, to get the energy back, get some momentum, and get right back to it. That's true, but they also throughout the tournament were never not leading the game. Yeah, and yeah, so that was their first time being, being down a goal. Yeah. So with fans or without fans, that's still the first time in that tournament. Yeah. That well, they, regardless, USA wins. Uh, can't say that they didn't deserve it because they got a great development program in America. Having that national team, yeah, uh, with national development program, it's and it was showcased last year in the draft, right? That top ten. There was a ton of Americans that first came round, out of that program. There was probably five or oh, six yeah. first round. And, and, and their goalie. Their goalie was one of the best goalies <clears throat> in, the, <clears throat> in the draft other than Askarov out of Russia. But apparently he can't hold on to his fucking stick. So I don't know what the hell he's thinking. <laughs> he's a big but, better guy. Uh, you know, clearly. Um, but Mitchell, what did, you think? what did you think about the tournament? Not going to lie here. I only caught a few of the games. Um, I caught... The Canada Germany game, which I mean, I enjoyed that one. I caught <laughs> I caught the Canada Czech game, which was actually pretty good as well. And then I 
was busy during the final, the Canada USA game, but I did have it on and I caught moments of it. But yeah, but uh, me and Tony watched that one together. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't great from the Canadian side. No, definitely not. And then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's put it this way: the tournament's over, so I'm not going to dissect anything out of the tournament. We all know the outcome, but yeah. let's. Scott, I'm going to ask you specifically. Is there anyone in this tournament that stood out to you other than the, the number ones on each team? Well, I'm talking about the number two on Germany. Yeah? Elias. He, oh, was yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah. he was up there with Stutzel in the scoring race. Okay. And even Stutzel, like, Stutzel, I didn't know what to expect from him. He's a good player. Stutzel, but... that tape job. What are you <laughs> smoking, dude? Holy hey, fuck. Whatever works, though. Top five in he made, a, he made a fucking T on his stick that was horizontal. He's fucking putting Tony on his blade there. T with the Tony with the T, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe he listens to the podcast. He's a big fan of the of the yeah. pod, yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. We but do you know what? Like we do have some listeners in Germany, so who knows? But there's some guys in this tournament. Like, I don't know if it's like a a millennial or Gen Z, whatever it is. What's the age group of these kids? Gen Z? Is that the Demo- – what's it called? They're, yeah, they're like oh, – what are they, 03s? They're like, I don't know, something no, fucking – No, like 96 or 97. No, 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 no. no Under 20, no. Mitch. For Gen Z. Gen no. Z would be tw- – Oh, they're Gen Y? Is that what it is? No. I don't know, man. Fuck. No, but they're like – they're under 20, so the oldest would be 2000. Well, regardless, I don't know if you're trying to get creative or if you're trying to stick out, but listen – just no, fucking I'm, take your stick. They would okay? be Gen Z, I guess. Sorry. What I'm saying is okay. Gen Z started around 96, 97. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. The, I got gotcha. you. Take your stick. That's all I'm trying to say. Don't <laughs> fucking put a T on there or a little, little Bobby Orr two strip. You're not Bobby Orr. Take your fucking stick. On there. Bobby Orr Brink, though. Yeah. I, that's fun <laughs> fact. Bobby Brink on USA was named after Bobby Orr because his middle name is actually Orr, so it's Bobby Orr Brink. B.O.B. Too bad it was lot. Bob. Yeah. Bobby Orr. Who would have thought? Well, actually, it would be R.O.B., but, you know, you get it. Why would it be R.O.B.? Because his, his first name is probably not Bobby. It's probably Robert. And it's America. It might be Bobby. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Okay. Um, for me personally, I was very impressed with the Finnish goaltender. I don't know his name, but I will I, say yes. It's like Pierre Yanyanyan or something like that. Uh, we, here, let me. We talked about this during the game. Was it. he drafted? No. Uh, I'm going to Google it right now. Finnish World Junior goalie. Um, when well, I Googled him the first time. Return, so. Oh my God, there's a lot of people. Okay, uh, I know this. It's going to be right here. Come on. Load. Okay, Kari Pirion. Pironian. Oh, man. Uh, Fuck. If he listens to this, I'm fucked. Pironian? Pironian? I don't know. Anyway, continue. Anyways, this kid, not only does he wear the most unorthodox gear that you're going to see amongst pro goaltenders, but he's a fucking gamer, man. I watched this guy when he played against Canada, and he's great at settling down the play, but also being as active as possible when needed to. Right? Which is something as a goaltender, it's kind of troubling because... You want to be athletic, but you don't want to do it out of for no reason, right? Like uh, Carey Price is a great example. He can do both. He's gonna be energy conserving and and technical most of the time. But if he needs to be athletic, he can turn it off. 
And for the most part, I saw this out of this, this Finnish kid. And I got to say, man, like, he, for me, he looked like the best goalie in the tournament. Um, even though he might not have had the best stats or whatever it is, I just think that he did a really good job of taking that team to another level. I'm looking at him right now. Uh, it doesn't say that he's drafted. But he's uneligible to return, so I believe he's a 19-year-old. He's 19. He's a 2001. He's yeah. uh, on a junior contract right now, it says. I don't know what that means. In Finland? But he played for Tuto Hockey in Finland. Does it say what tier that is? Or uh, let, let's find out. I can maybe click this and see. Uh, but no, I really like this kid. I think um, like in terms of Finnish goaltenders, because Finns are, for the longest time, Finns were known to have some of the best goaltenders in the NHL. Um, and in fact, at one point, per capita, they had the most goaltenders in the NHL. And uh, it was with, like, with Rask and Kiprasov and uh, Pekarene and guys like that. But this kid really impressed me. I think, he'll, I think he, yeah. if he makes the jump to the NHL, I think he has what it takes. Because I'm obviously an expert. He'll, well, I'm going to say, he'll, he'll definitely get a look after that tournament. He'll probably get, he might get a contract offer. Yeah, level, I like right? him. I like um, him. Or if he, I don't know how the draft actually works. If he, he might be eligible for one more year at the 20, the draft's weird. Wish I, wish I could tell you, dude. Wish I could well, tell you. I will agree with you. Like, I can't get as technical as you can, but watch yeah. it. Like, the fin, like, how many times did they come back in the tournament? Like, they would get down exactly, one Exactly, yeah. He just and kept it. Give him a chance. As a, as a goalie, the hardest thing for you is understanding that you're the last line of defense, and in a close game, you could be the difference between having a chance and not having a chance. Yeah. And he really seemed to me like he could have that responsibility. He let the team hang around. Like, yeah, he might let one or two in early, let, but he keeps yeah. you in the game, keeps it close. Exactly. You just like let the on, offense go. On paper, Askarov is supposed to be the best goalie in that tournament. And he didn't look bad. But to me, I just felt like mentally he didn't stand out as great. And when I say mentally, it's like, I felt like he was doing too much all the time. He, he knew he was like a good he player. Because the hype of him. Yeah, like he he's knew he's, he, he knows he's an influential player on that team, and he knows that he has to play a certain way for them to win. But I just think he took that too far and just tried to do too much. He was overly aggressive. He was losing a stick. Like I know people are, you know, up in arms about that and calling like saying how what an idiot he is. And honestly, like shut the fuck up. It happens sometimes. But uh, to me, it just it looks like a goalie who's trying to do too much. That's what it is. Which could go back to last year's World Juniors. Yeah. After giving yeah. up the, he got pulled in the game against Canada, I think. I the gold medal game. I, I have the worst memory of all yeah. time. I was drunk. Uh, I was there, but I don't remember. There it is. World Junior Hockey Championship is done until next year. Back in Edmonton, Red Deer, Alberta. Hopefully with fans. Okay. Exactly. Uh, are we mosing on here? Are you going to NHL? Let's go. Let's go, fellas. Uh, how many days? Less than a week. You got five days. Yes. If my math is correct, four days yeah. maybe. Thirteenth. January yeah, 13th? Day, I think. Or 13th. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, Wednesday. that is. My fingers are tingling. So that's, that's five days from today. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I can't wait. What are, what are the thoughts? Bef- okay, before we go too far into, like, the season, can we just mention, hopefully, I saw there was an update on Henrik Lundqvist. He had a surgery. Uh, everything went well. Yeah. So, hopefully, he can recover fine. And Okay, that was interesting because I looked at the the tweet. 
of or whatever he's he he released about his issues and the aortic valve, the ascending part. I'm just shocked he went that long in his career as an elite athlete before something was detected. Because if you have a problem in your aorta, you're gonna feel it. Like that's what the problem my dad had, right, with his aortic valve, and he felt it. But my dad was older when he felt it, so it kind of makes sense. Um, Especially like if you're in that great a shape, you think you would feel something off. Yeah, but it just goes to show you, right? Like, if you didn't have the opportunity to have a high-level doctors around you all the time, you might have gone undetected, right? But anyways. But yeah, no, I'm just, that's all I wanted to just mention that. I saw that he had surgery update was done, so everything was good. But yeah, NHL back January 13th. Anything you want to specifically talk Maybe about? Maybe we'll start happened? with some significant off-season moves. And uh, off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything <laughs> huge. But uh, one thing I do have in mind is Mike Hoffman, PTO with the Blues, uh, which is pretty much, in this case, it's probably going to be a done deal. Like, uh, I don't see him going anywhere else. Yeah, unless someone came out with some stupid offer term, maybe. I think it's just a cap issue. They're going to figure it out. Um, But, man, having, without Tarasenko being out for majority, I think the whole season almost. I think there's hope he'll be back at some point. But, yeah, yeah, this helps that blow. Um, yeah, you insert a guy like Hoffman who, who can put a puck in the net with a guy like O'Reilly feeding you the puck. Whoo, daddy. Uh, fantasy hockey, if you're looking at a guy to get you some points that might be lower ranked, uh, Mike Hoffman could be a nice fourth, fifth round draft pick. Yeah, fourth, fifth probably is a good bet. Yeah. Oh, we'll get into fantasy hockey. But, uh, yeah, what, what about you, Scott? Anything else? Um, the, you hear all the drama about Pierre Luc Dubois? No. So he's demanded a trade Ooh. from Columbus, but he signed a contract. Okay. To play. He's going to do it in good faith. He's going to show up in Columbus, do all stuff. Ramba in CBJ. But he signed short term, so he didn't have to stay long term if they can't figure out a trade. So it's a two-year, $5 million per. Said to be about 20 teams in on him for a trade. Yep. <laughs> so young, what is he, 22, 23, I think. Any any teams like front runner at this time, or is there the mentions was the two bigger teams like or there's like three teams they mentioned that could be higher on him was Winnipeg, I believe, Calgary, and Montreal. Man, I don't want to see him in Calgary. I really don't. I think Winnipeg would be cool because they have so much talent up front. And if we're gonna be honest, you're probably looking at a line A Dubois swap realistically. Right. Yeah. Also, what's this, the GM of Columbus is Finnish, I believe. So maybe that will help Line A be happy. I don't know. Okay. Um, fun fact. But yeah, what's with these young guys demanding trades these days, huh? Yeah, dude, just be happy you're in the league getting paid. Just <laughs> fucking play hockey. Holy fucking shit, dude. I'll play for league like, minimum. I don't give a shit. Like Line A, if you played defense once in a while, maybe you wouldn't have an issue with your fucking team. God. <laughs> Anyways, maybe uh, you can be a top four defenseman. Switch them. Yeah, like <laughs> Bufflin. Yeah. Right. How do you do that in the NHL? How do you just go from a fucking? But I think he played defense in junior. I believe so. Or I think he came in as I believe he was drafted as a defenseman, and then Chicago yeah. moved him to forward, and then he had to get. That's a tough back. goal. That's a tough goal for Winnipeg because they have a legit roster, and they just got decimated that year when they lost all those defensemen, and they lost Bufflin. And they're probably going to lose line A now, too. 
But the thing with Line, at least they have leverage with Line because well they'll get something for Line. Yeah. At least. yeah. But, um, but speaking of this whole swap and defense thing, that reminded me I didn't even have it on my notes. But I believe it's Sam Morin of the Flyers. Who? Sam Morin. I have no fucking clue who you're talking okay, about. Okay. Anyway, defenseman missed all last season, but or last season and a bit maybe. Oh, this is a hot take. This is a hot take injury? right here. Yeah. But he's, he's going he's in camp as a right winger. Oh shit. Oh. So they're trying to give him a chance to make the team because Philadelphia's defense is pretty much set up. So they're trying to get him a chance to come back in the it's league as a right over there in Philly. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. See what uh, happens. Big, big body up front. Yeah. Line guy. Uh, Petrangelo to the King to the sorry not the Kings to the Knights. Yeah, that was that helped. Uh, us. Sorry. That helped. Yeah, us. we ended up uh, Canucks ended up getting Schmidt for a third. Yeah, pretty much well, nothing. I'm, right. And without the losing ten, you know, sure. In terms of the Canucks, like everyone's like, "Oh, we got decimated in free agency," and yeah, we kind of did with losing to Foley. The thing about the Foley that bothered me is he signed a very, very reasonable deal in Montreal. Yeah, it wasn't a stupid. Amount and of it's money. like, bro, if we couldn't give him that money, like, what are you expecting to get? A and where? What's our cap situation, right? Which but is I, bad. But I think, I mean. It, we needed help on defense, so that five yeah. million dollars or six million dollars to Schmidt. Schmidt, but if you, yeah, like we have the offensive prospects that can will slide in somewhere. Yeah, but I just I thought losing to Foley to a contract like that was a little bit hard to swallow as a yeah, as a fan, kind of as a realistic fan. We gave up a second and a yeah. prospect, I think. So like, hey, I'm not sitting here on my couch drinking a beer yelling at my TV for the Canucks to sign Taylor Hall. I'm just asking you to sign Tyler Toffoli for $4.2 million a year, and they couldn't do that. Right? Um, but that's part of that could be the fucking Erickson thing. Yeah. Fucking, oh, my God. Dude. We got two more years? Silly. Two more years, right? Two more years? Holy shit. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I wish him the best, but, like, fuck. <laughs> Oh man. Just, okay. Well, enough of that. Yeah. Another free agency. Everyone knows. Everyone knows rosters are are pretty much solidified. NHL starting in five days. Are what are you guys most excited about? I'm excited about the potential of Hoglander playing the second line. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Niels Hoglander. Yeah. Is, that's how you say yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. I'm fluent in but Swedish. I like him as a player. Skill. Grit. Yeah. Like, He's a small guy, but he plays hard. Small, yeah. I think he's five uh, eight. I, I got a, I got a soft spot for the small guys. Yeah, but <laughs> if he can, if he can clinch a fucking opening day roster spot. Yeah, yeah. At twenty years I old, like it. fuck it, give it to him. Get Pete, get him and Pete to room together. Get Pete to teach him. You know what? Like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, football. And what I notice in football is when you have great players on your team, they're going to elevate mediocre players on your team. And they're going to elevate good players on your team. And they're, mediocre are going to become good, and good are going to become elite. And I think now that we have a guy like Petey on our team, you have the opportunity to have him kind of, even though he's young, kind of help some of these other guys that are coming in take their game to another level, Right. My my favorite example is, uh, and I hate to say it because I'm not a, I'm not a Packers fan, <laughs> but Aaron Rodgers. 
Aaron Rodgers this year took that Packers team, took the fact that his team drafted a quarterback early when they could have taken a receiver, took his mediocre receivers and one elite receiver and made them the top seed in the NFC because he is elite and he can make other players elite just by his work, work ethic and his habits on and off the field. Those are types of things that you could see in any sport. So I'm hoping like Chicago did, you know, the Blackhawks with Taze and Kane or what's another good example? Uh, you could go Kings with the Doughty and yeah, you could say that or even Anaheim when they had Niedermeyer, Pronger, those guys when they, when they were getting their young guys coming in, doesn't really matter when you have elite players on your team and you're trying to make the team, you're practicing and playing against these elite players in, 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 in your training camp practice. So I'm hoping that these guys can take it to another level, get on this team and make an impact, right? Like Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is another good example. You guys, you got guys like Sorelli. You got guys like, uh, what's that other kid's name? Cernak. Uh, Cern, yeah, Cernak's nasty. Um, turned out real well over there. Yeah, but like, you're, you're playing next to Victor Hedman. Like, yeah. People don't understand. Oh, like Tampa Bay won that trade. Well, yeah, they did, but he's also playing next to Victor Hedman. Or with Victor, he's going to learn some shit from this guy. You guys have to understand that, right? Um, so I'm hoping that's what, even though Petey's young, I'm hoping he can well, share Hane, some of his. Horvat, Edler, yeah, you, got, you have some good young, like, well, Edler's not yeah. young, but you got some good guys there that is going to teach But Edler's good. Edler's not elite. Edler's good. He, yeah, I don't know if he was ever elite, but he was always a top-end defenseman. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. But yeah, like, he's not young. But yeah, you got this, you, you got this core of some good, hard-working, on-and-off-the-ice guys, good leadership. Yeah. Hope that'll lead to some good shit in the younger guys coming in. It's like the business world, kids. When you're in a business, financial, accounting world, if you're with a high-level stock trader, you're going to learn from that guy and become successful yourself. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I get you're making a joke, but you're right. (laughs) It's not wrong. It's really for anything in life. Don't take, don't take this tone not seriously. It is, it's serious. Good Ooh, leadership. Scott's swigging like, the bottle over there. Holy. Scotty. My guy. guy. Yeah, um, I ran out of my drink, so I just take the bottle. I'm loving it. Mitchell, you're awfully quiet over there with uh, that sweet-ass beard of yours. Why don't you tell us what you're most excited about for this upcoming season? Well, okay. Honestly, I'm not near as, uh, how do we put it, in-depth as a, of a fan as you too. <laughs> oh, neither neither are we, but we just sound good when you're in the call with us. <laughs> I'm definitely much more of a casual fan. I mean, my excitement's more entry level. Uh, yeah. I'm just also to... a Sharks fan, so. Um, well, I, you know what? I'll take that after last season. But Well, you know what, Mitchell? <laughs> I'm, I got my eyes on one player on the Sharks, and it's Eric Carlson. I want to see this guy come back and put himself back in the contention for elite top defense in the league. As you got, I know you got a guy like Brent Burns playing with you, but, but I don't give a fuck. He's, Eric Carlson. He's, how old is yeah, Burns? Uh, what, 36, 37? He's, or, no, is he that? 32. Burns? He's in his mid 30s. Like, he's, like he's older than I thought he was, but he's, he's 35. He's 35. Okay, it's 35, yeah. So he's, he's getting up there. I mean, what, a couple more years? He's, every year, he's not, he's not going to be playing the way he was. Yeah, you what's know, his contract? Four years ago. Huh? What's his contract, huh? Anyway, <laughs> Eric yeah, Carlson is 30. 30 years old. Yeah. Right. I mean, I get he's a little older too, but 
he, he's not as old as Burns. I mean, I'd still, take 30 over 35, but exactly. I would say Carlson should still be in his prime, technically. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, bottom line is I'm, Burns, I'm looking at well, – Well, Carlson should still be at his prime for yeah. at least a few more years. Yeah, I'm so. looking at Eric Carlson this year, uh, bounce back here. Absolutely. And, and we'll see what they do here. But other than that, anything else that you're looking at? I honestly just happy to have something on on TV. <laughs> That's very fair. I was gonna say you're talking to Sharks though. I, I got my eye on Evander Kane versus Jake Paul. Oh yeah. <laughs> don't don't never don't bring that no, up. No, I seriously I wanna see this that is fight. garbage. I will this pay is garbage. you and watch that fight and Bro, see Jake Paul get shit. If kicked. you're if you're Evander Kane, you have a talent that a select few individuals have in this world. And your talent is legit enough for people to want to pay to watch you do what you do. Okay? Jake Paul, Logan Paul, where the fuck these guys are, these curly-headed fucks, you guys don't have talent. You just happen to blow up in a time where social media – you can you can put a fucking smoke bomb up your asshole and go viral on YouTube and make millions of dollars. That's how it is these days. Vanity yeah. King, you have a talent. You have something that not everybody has. Everybody can shove a fucking smoke grenade up their ass, but not everybody can play in the fucking NHL, let alone put 30 goals in the net. So why the fuck are you taking time out of your day, breath out of your fucking lungs to entice somebody like this? Clearly, you got your wires crossed, and you have some weird egotistical shit in your head, which doesn't surprise me about Evander Kane. But if I were him, sit on your millions of dollars, play NHL hockey, live live your life in a beautiful house if you're single be with whoever girl you want to be do like you have no business getting involved in that life because to be honest it's it's so stupid to me that anybody in professional sports would entice this guy and that's the way i feel about that i don't mind it i would love to see it because i want jake paul to fucking eat his words absolutely mm-hmm. uh, you know what? like i hate the paul brothers but like, you I'm you guys like decent would shit kick them I don't know, man, because these Paul brothers, now they're boxing, like, they're training yeah. legit for it. Yeah, yeah. Sam King grew up boxing. But he's they're also, a boxer. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, neither of the Paul brothers, like, okay, it, it's almost a hobby for them. Like, they're like, at the hobby level. They're not yeah, really at a competition. boxing and be at their level. Exactly. Like, Evander Kane fights fucking Ryan Reeves. On at, exactly. On fucking skates, gloves. On ice. Like... <laughs> They are not the same. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No, I mean, no, no, no. I think I'm a bit middle road. Like, I'm a little torn on this one, though. I totally agree with you, Tony. Like, what is he doing? Like, he, he, you're a professional athlete. You have, you know, you play in the NHL. But yeah. I also agree with you, Scott, because I fucking hate the Paul brothers. <laughs> like, I don't think the thing about them. The reason these Paul brothers are popular is because people like us, because I don't like them either, don't like them. And when we see their stuff, we don't like them. And then we look at their stuff and be like, I want to know why they are the way that they are. And then we go and look at their stuff. And now we're just adding to and that, honestly, that the I've never looked at their Instagram. I've never looked at their YouTube. I've only seen I random have, posts. I've of only videos. looked at their Instagram. I've never looked at I've never searched it or clicked on their profile. I've only seen like little clips of those random videos or like someone else posting about the shit talk back and forth of whoever, like, you know, talking on podcasts or whatever. Yeah. That's the only shit I've seen about them. Like at this point, they're just rich, like spoiled white brats. Like they grew up, they come from money, they grew up with money, and now they're just, they've used YouTube 
to get this following doing dumb shit. And now yeah. they're trying to now they're trying to prove that they can like box real people. Like Jake Paul fought fucking what Nate what's his Nate Nate Robinson. Yeah, he's five foot eight. <laughs> Jake Paul is six one. Yeah, like Still people don't know that. That's what I'm saying. So I would just love to see Vander Kane shit kick this. Like, just shut him up. Yeah, absolutely. But I just uh, I think, and you know what? If this if this for for some odd reason gets to Evander Kane, this podcast, I would love to. This is what I want him to know: people like you, you're a great hockey player. These guys are fucking idiots. You have no business getting involved in this shit. Just do what you do, playing in the elite level of hockey that you are, and just I don't I just don't like when people add to whatever it is these Paul brothers are trying to do, and it's get these kind of people to. You know, you know when you're in, you know, you know when you're in uh, elementary school, and it's recess. And there's always that kid who says some annoying shit. You just want to beat the shit out of them, but you can't because there's fucking supervisors everywhere. That's how I feel the Paul brothers are. Literally, they're, they're just creating a controversy and then it's just essentially fanning the flames until exactly. Yeah, you know what? I will give them credit where credit's due. Like they're making fucking bank off this shit. That's like, the unfortunate part. Yeah, this is why they're doing it, but they figured something out and yeah. We're talking about it, obviously. Like maybe we need to try know? their stuff. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just start fucking enticing uh, professional athletes to beat the shit out of us. Like, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Knocked out once or twice. Yeah, but. I got Aaron Donald coming at me next, boys. Oh, another shot! Holy shit, Scotty! Fuck. Is it Probably time? Next. All right, boys, let's do. But oh, this boy, might be my last. All the way downstairs. I'll, I'll finish my beer. Uh, uh, do you have another beer? Yeah, I do. I don't really want to take another shot of tequila. Well, you just picked it up like you were a macho man, so. I can't put it down now, right? Yeah. Without, uh, <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to be like Jake Paul and not, not. Well, we got off the rails here. Let's get back to NHL. Um, personally, I'm most excited for these new divisions, obviously. It's going to be interesting. New rivalries. Oh, cheers, Mitchell. <laughs> that face says it all. <laughs> oh, gotta love cheap tequila, boys. Um these new divisions but what i'm kind of interested about is the 56 game season how that um, play out yeah i really feel like there's no there's no time for slow starts if you're if you're a player and you're just not getting it going at first in the first 20 games your team's kind of done so you're i think we're going to see whoever right off the off the bat can get it going is going to be you know one of the higher seeded teams and then from there we'll see what the playoffs are cuz playoffs are a different animal if you can get in the playoffs you can get in the playoffs but um, I think more than ever this year, the, the start out of the gate is going to be more important than ever. I, think, I agree. I think Unless you can get, like, stupid hot midseason and go on, like, a 15-game winning streak. Yeah. But, but uh, you don't want to bet on that, right? No, like, and wanna... I also don't see that happening given the, like, the layout of your schedule. You're playing, yeah, exactly. the, you're playing multiple teams back-to-back exactly. throughout the season. It's not going to happen. Okay. All right, boys. Uh, I'm excited for the NHL season, but the NHL season resuming also means – the resumption of fantasy hockey. Woo! Okay, so we had a fantasy this. hockey pool last year. And unfortunately, because of COVID, we had to kind of pause it. And it never really resumed. So at this time, we all still have our buy-ins. And we're resuming uh, fantasy hockey. So for all of our avid listeners out there, I'm thinking maybe we'll give some uh, quick fantasy hockey tips. And... Uh, Mitchell, because I know you're so good at it, I'm going to throw it to you first. 
Yeah, that was uh, probably a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell's tip. What, the tequila is not helping you with this one? You, you want to know how I draft? I draft players that I like. <laughs> yeah. And also, I'll draft any elite players that may still be hanging around on the board. That's kind of how I go for it. So. I mean, not a bad way to go. If <laughs> at the end of the day, that's all it is. Yeah, yeah. It's so. awesome. Someone gets injured, like, like so. you know what? I find yeah. like the fucking nerds that like dissect fantasy drafts and sleeper picks. Like, shut up, dude. Just pick the best player available. Majority of the time, sleeper picks only happen in like a, a league more than ten teams in the twelfth. 12 to 14th round. That's the only time you're going to find someone that might come out, you know, swinging. Yeah. But for the most part, you're pretty much just taking what's available to you, right? Um, yeah. Well, position-wise too, kind of like. Exactly. Sort of uh, that being said, I I do have a couple guys that I would tell people to look for. Um, they're not complete uh, sleeper picks or anything like that, but I just keep your eye on it. Um, for my first one, David Pasternak. Yeah. Uh, David Pasternak is currently on the IR and he's currently recovering from shoulder surgery. And I typically slur my words when I say shoulder surgery. That's Didn't why I'm done that. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, the reason why I say he's a bit of a, a sleeper pick is because he's rated, um, a lot lower than usual. He's usually a top 10, sometimes even a top five pick. Um, but right now he's quite low from where he usually is. Are you using the Yahoo? Yeah, I'm using yeah. Yahoo. And uh, if you're a guy who has the last pick in the draft, uh, you or might have an opportunity to pick him up. Yeah, I did a few mock drafts, and uh, usually Pashanak is not taken in the first round right now. And it looks like his timeline to return is a little bit sooner than people anticipated. Um, so originally it was mid-February, so if he's there sooner, he's only going to miss a few weeks of the beginning of the season. That's like 40 games. No. Is it? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. This is a shortened season joke. Come on. Oh, yeah, you got me. Um, but, yeah, David Pasternak, I think if you can get him in the second round or even uh, in the third round, if you have that fourth – if you have the last pick in the draft. The snake draft, yeah. The first, yeah, that would be ideal. Uh, that's my guy that I'd be looking at. Yeah. For me, I even mentioned this to you when we were talking about your other draft. I was going to say this, Scott, but I knew you said it first. <laughs> I, I left it for you. But if you're looking for a second goalie or a third goalie, if you ha- if, depending on your roster layout, I would highly suggest Jake Allen. Yeah. Given the back-to-back situation, also the fact that they signed into an extension, they want him, they need him. To yeah. Give Carey Price that break to hopefully make the playoffs. Yeah. But and he's uh, get a fair amount of starts. He's a solid goalie. Yeah. So I like he's probably going to win majority of his starts because he's not starting 40 games. And uh, I questioned the move when they signed him, but now that we see the schedule, everybody understands why people are putting a lot of emphasis on both goaltenders this year. Even um, the Canucks. Yeah, like, Canucks too. Canucks are set. Because uh, you're, 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 you're playing every other day, sometimes back-to-back. So uh, your second goalie is going to be a very uh, leaned-upon player. Um, it's going to be a 1A, 1B type of situation. And I think teams like that are going to be the ones that can uh, sustain – you know, their, their momentum, if yeah. you will. And in the wow, what, the, what, a, what a hot take out of Tony there. That was well said. <laughs> and given the Canadian, like, division, the North Division, yeah, Montreal and Vancouver are kind of the only teams that have 1A, 1B off the top, like, looking at the rosters off the top of my head. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't consider Edmonton's goalie being 1A, 1B. It's probably 1B, 1B. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that. I would say 1B, 1C, to be honest. 
Yeah, exactly. Winnipeg, you got you got a, you got an A. You got no, a Edmonton, really? What? Really, Edmonton? Miko Kopitar, really? Y'all thought that was the you y'all thought that was it? Miko Kopitar. Homeboy doesn't even have hair. Like, come on, man. Come on. Calgary, I need Deion Sanders right now. Calgary actually might be close with the one A one B, but I don't know. Like you got Marshall uh, and uh, David Riddick. Name? Yeah, Riddick. Yeah, I like Riddick. He I has his for moment. a while. He's been good. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought for a while like, he could he could really take over and be the starter, but but I think um, when, Cal- when Calgary saw the chance to sign Markstrom, yeah, that was a tough pill to swallow. I loved Markstrom, but you you're a big Demko guy. Oh, <laughs> I love Demko. The reason I got a little frustrated this year because uh, we signed Holby, but again, when I saw the schedule, I realized why we're gonna need uh, two legit goaltenders on a team that and draft exposure. Exactly. Um, we're also on a team that typically gives up a lot of shots, even though our decor is kind of reassembled. Um, but I think, uh, don't get it twisted, Canucks fans. Demko is the, is the truth. He's going to be the guy. Um, and uh, I don't think we have anything to worry about when we got our team in his hands. I agree. He's legit. He's the real deal. Yeah. And, and the Hopi signing. Yeah. Just a little extra, like. Yeah. And for all you motherfuckers. All you motherfuckers that questioned me about Demko, and then you watched him in the playoffs, and you saw how good he was. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> Tony knew the whole time. This guy's a gamer. We got a good one. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not, not gonna say hot take, but my thing is, like, I think I said this when we started the podcast last year. At some point, I see him and Mike DiPietro next season as just two goalies. You think so? Yeah, because I'm assuming. Well, I mean, if we. If we, lose, signing, if we lose Hopi, yeah, then of course. Well, if I'm Seattle, I'll see Hopi sitting there. Like His contract's not bad. You can re-sign him for a couple of years after that. Flurry? Why not start with Hopi and Flurry? You only have 11, <laughs> you only have 11 mil tied up in your goaltending. That would be an unreal goaltending room. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> but that's how I see it. And I, I think yeah. is ready to take that jump next year. So that's exactly. I've said that consistently. I don't think he's going to be – he's not definitely not going to be started, but I think he'll be ready for backup. Yeah. To play 20, 25, 30 games, whatever he's needed. All right. Next all season. right. That's my. Um, any, any other fantasy hockey tips for our fans out there? Uh, fantasy. Honestly, I, ha- I should know, should be have been looking into this more because I have two drafts coming up on Sunday. Haven't looked at shit. But the Jake Allen thing is the one, the one stuck in my head since he signed in Montreal. Yeah, I'm. Um, because I'm you don't want to give money, you want to give Carey Price that rest. That's my big thing. Yeah. He's always um, overworked a lot. I'm also looking at uh, Mike Hoffman, even though that's a pretty obvious choice. I think uh, him in St. Louis is going to work out well on the power play. Uh, he's projected to be oh, power play. Two, he, like, one Riley. Yeah. Like, um, Riley like Smith out of Vegas uh, usually goes. I was going to say he's always kind of an underdog. Yeah, but uh, no, I'm I'm excited. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good fantasy hockey year. If you really know your shit, your your team. We'll be good right off the bat. And I think that's usually uh, the thing about people that, like, if you have a full season, you have time for your team to kind of suck a little bit and then pick it up. But I think this year, you get, right away, you're going to need to be, especially yeah. if you're in um overall point league. But if you're in head-to-head, it just it depends on your matchup. Yeah, one of my pools, or both my pools, I believe, are head-to-head. Yeah. So week-by-week right. basis. All right, I love it. Uh, Mitchell went to feed his dog, so it was just me and uh, making nasty. Oh, yeah. um, but uh, uh, Scott, you want to go? You want to go off the pond, or you want to stay on the pond a little bit? 
well, I'll keep it on the pond for one more thing. Keep it goaltender-wise as well. The rumors out of New Jersey regarding Corey Crawford, infinite leave of absence from the team. Yeah, I saw that. Or indefinite. In, indefinite, I think is the word. Yeah, no, and it's true, no. Yeah, and then I saw a rumor later he's contemplating retirement. Concussion? Just, concussions, family, I don't know. Yeah? Maybe just not have, doesn't want to deal with the protocols around COVID and the... Uh, you know what, man? Mix, like, of, the guys, mix of all that? I don't know. The guy's got his cups, and he kind of got the the short end of the stick with the Chicago situation. Um, I don't blame him, but it kind of sucks for New Jersey because you you got a guy that you think can kind of settle down your, your goaltending issues, but he might be stuck with uh, not having it. But in, in New Jersey, Mackenzie Blackwood's a solid goaltender. And they've said the whole time that that's their starter. Oh yeah, well. like you know that that's going to be your your end game here, like Car- like a Carter Hart or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, no, it just it just sucks for them because they put you know some time into getting him there. But yeah, and you took if you didn't sign him, maybe they would have signed someone else. And yeah, exactly. Um, but it, it is what it is, boys. It is that's, what it is. That's what they say. Yeah. Um. I got nothing else on the pond. You got anything last minute hockey st- there, uh, Tony? Uh, no, I think uh, I think it's the transitional time. I'm gonna wash out my beer glass so I can put a different beer in this. So I'll be back in ten seconds. All right, uh, All Mitch, right. We're, we're gonna go off the pond, I guess. That uh, sounds good. Um, what do you? I know you got some off the pond shit. I do. Oh, I can still hear you guys in the bathroom here. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, nice. You can They're probably hear nice. my toilet. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, do you, do you want me to start the off? Yeah, the pond? kick it off there, buddy. Shoot a shot. Oh, also, also, one thing on the pond. I wanted to mention. How about the All Canada Division? How funny is that? Because all I, I could see is guys in the prairies getting their double doubles, sitting down and watching hockey together, right? <laughs> I'm super excited for the All Canadian Division. I kind of oh, yeah, like it. Awesome. Yeah. That Montreal. Okay, anyway. oh, sorry, sorry. The the Edmonton Calgary. That's going to be insane. Yeah. Okay, right, Mitch, Mitch, off the pond. All right. Um. Yeah, off the pond. So, like, I'm just going to start with a bit of a rant here, man. Oh, here we go. So it's a white rant. I love it. I've, I've had. Look at how toasty that looks. That oh. looks fucking toasty. Tony's got a very uh, crisp looking. Uh, Dark lager, or is that something? It's actually a Czech lager. Czech lager, uh, there you go. Yeah, it's technically Ooh. a stout, but I it's very I did have that one. It's actually, for a stout, it's very light, but for a lager, it's very, uh, it's good. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, that's my uh, rant here. I've had a very uh, similar rant before, but. Fuck it. It's it's worse this year, and I'm doing it again. Now, because of COVID, holy shit, the ski hills have been unreal. Oh, yeah. So busy. So, I mean, I've been – this season, I've been uh, boarding three times so far. Okay. And actually, I went last night. That was the last time I went. So, last nice. night – and I just go to a local mountain. It's called Cypress Mountain. It's about an hour drive from here, you know, from my house – to the ski hill, an hour drive. You know, I'm normally I'm hitting the slopes within an hour. It's great. Yesterday, from the time I got to the mountain, 
and the traffic's there's basically a line to get into the parking lot. By the time I stopped at the back of the line, it was 4.30. So from there to when I parked to when I walked a goddamn kilometer to the lodge because there was so many people there, I had to park <laughs> yeah. in overflow parking. And then what we, then we get to the, the line. So when it's busy, I take the main chair. And then I'll take a second chair to go to the top, and I'll stay at the top because I'll, mm-hmm. I'll go to the top, ski down to mid, go to the top, ski down to mid, just because there's typically fewer people up there. So just yeah. a little background info. Ski or so, snowboard? I snowboard, sorry. Oh, Scotty with another shot. Oh, you oh Scotty P. So, yeah. So, okay. So, by the time, yeah, I walked to the line, it was a little bit more than half an hour to hit the base chair from the back of the line till I'm sitting on this chair. Then there's really no, no boarding to get to the next chair. We're on the chair. We're in line again there, probably 10, 15 minutes. Get to the top. Basically, from the time I got to the mountain in line to park till I hit my first run, one hour and 25 minutes. Oh, my God. That is retarded. Like, that is the worst I have ever seen it. It, it was just so busy. It was absolutely unreal and honestly so you're thinking because the lack of other options for people to do the ski and snowboard hills have been a little bit busier absolutely and what okay. most of the ski hills are doing is they're limiting the amount of day passes they're selling um just so like you know you can kind of control the amount of people there yeah um cypress is doing that but anyone with the season's pass are exempt to that limit so anyone with the season's pass can just show up whenever they want so it doesn't count oh. for other yeah. mountains are making even season pass holders reserve a space for the day. And basically that would take one out of a day ticket, right? So okay. say, say you had like 10,000 tickets you can sell today. Uh, season's pass holder says, hey, I want to go that day. Now deletes one ticket from that pile. So that oh, they so they don't account for that? It. But yeah. Cypress is not accounting for that. So oh my God. You, know, you got your limit on the day passes and now as many season pass holders as you want. Got to make that money, Mitch. Also, people are just fucking showing up there like, oh, let's just go walk around in the snow. Literally. <laughs> oh, my God. I was there one time. I don't know. I probably saw like 30 people that just brought their fucking dogs up there to take them for a walk. <laughs> like, and they're taking up parking spaces, too. So now I got to walk a goddamn kilometer in a, or for, yeah, wherever I park, in ski gear, carrying my board, like, stupid. I'm like gassed by the time I get to the chair. <laughs> like, feel like I'm ready to go home. I've had my workout. It's That's when you got to start throwing hands so, and be like, get the fuck off the hill. Right? It's just so fucking busy, man. Like, I'm going to bring unreal. my dog up there next time you go take some pictures. <laughs> I might kill your whole family, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty heated about this. Well, Mitchell, I'm sorry to hear that, but uh, I feel like even with golf this year, we had that problem. Yes, it's we did. It's still a problem. I, we definitely yeah. did. But, yeah, I mean, it's just so busy. And then... Um, yeah, even like this, the chair from midway to the top of the mountain there, even that, like usually lines are less than a minute on that chair. You know, they're, they've been hitting 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> like it's that bad. But, um, and just like for instance, yesterday, yesterday we arrived at 4.30. We left at 8.30. So we were there for four hours. We did six runs. Oh, man. That's brutal. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. And then I got a, a little add-on <laughs> to this rant. Bless you. Oh, so, God. Like, okay. Are you okay there, Tony? Yeah, or? yeah, I'm good. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I'm still like half allergic to my dog, and it, it comes randomly, but we're good. You're That's good. what she said. Oh man! <laughs> At least you got through uh, shedding season, eh? He's probably back to normal. He shedded. Yeah, his... but he he has a few cycles here and there, right? Oh, for sure. Usually, yeah. like what October, November is going to be the worst. Yeah. All yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. Same with uh, my dog. Yeah. And here's my other complaint about ski hills. I don't know. I guess, like, all the idiots out there, like, they can't go off and do their regular dumbass activities that they normally do. Yeah. So they're, they've decided, like, oh, okay, I guess I'm going to take up skiing. And <laughs> they are, like, now congregating at the fucking mountain. So I've been skiing three times. I've got, like, a list of, like, incidents that have happened with just just stupid people on the mountain. <laughs> I'm going to go through some of my favorites here. All right, let's so, go. This wasn't yesterday. This was about, what, uh, a few days before Christmas, maybe a week before Christmas, I, I was up there. And um, you are good. I went, I usually go skiing. I go boarding. Jimmy goes skiing. Our good friend Jimmy Howells. Uh, fuck you, Jimmy. Yeah, fuck you, Jimmy. <laughs> Got that out of the way. So, yeah, we're, we're up there, and uh, we're leaving. We're leaving the mountain. We're done, uh, heading home, walking to our cars. And we're just kind of chatting. I'm not really paying attention to what's going on. And Jimmy's like, oh, hey, is this you up here? And the car's probably about 30, 40 feet in front of us. I'm like, yeah, it's me. He's like, oh, he's like, that, that truck, the guy's got his tailgate resting on your hood. I'm like, what? Right? I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? So I honk my horn, like, with my key fob, thinking, like, you know, fucking stop it. Yeah. And Jimmy's pointing at him. And you guys know, Jimmy's a bigger dude. Like, he's not a fighter, but... He might look intimidating, especially when yeah, it's dark, yeah. and he's pointing yeah. at two people who are clearly doing something fucking stupid. Uh-huh. So they, like, quickly chuck their shit in the back of the truck, hop in the truck. I'm pretty sure they're still wearing all their gear. Like, I think they even had their ski boots on still. And yeah. they just sat there for a little while. And then I'm looking at my hood, and it's, like, it's marked. There's Whoa. black marks all over it, and I'm like, I'm pretty mad at this point. And I start <laughs> rubbing it, and it's coming off. I think it might have been just, like, a rubber liner or something left a mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there, and, like, I didn't end up saying anything to them. Oh, then, Mitchell! Oh, my God! <laughs> but the more Tony, more... Tony, 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 your car, and it's not your fault. You have 100%. You could, you could literally go full snap show on them. But would anyway, you... They, they I, mean, look, I would. I would go full snap show. And then they stand out of the car, like, oh, shit, never mind, sorry. Uh, they sat in their car for. Sorry, yeah, five. I checked for damage. If there was damage, then I get them to fucking give me their information. So I'm I'm gonna skip ahead here. I it was fine. It was just a little scuff. I got it all off. But anyway, they ended up just fucking taking off. They just left. They sat in the car for a couple minutes and they just drove off. And I'm pretty sure they were in full ski gear still. Um, but what I had figured is they didn't say a word to me. They were very clearly in the wrong there. Um. I've got a dash cam, so I went and checked it. I saved it. I have the license plate number, so... Oh, my God, you smart son of a bitch. You have a dash cam? Yeah. At the end of the day, that would be a hit and run, like, essentially. We didn't exchange information, but it all came out. I I calmed down after I got it out. But, like, on the drive home, I'm getting madder and madder. I'm like, what? Yeah, I hate that shit, dude. So, you know, that's that's one set of idiots I found. (laughs) I can't believe that, that they just rested his tailgate on your fucking car. And you know what? Usually when people go to the ski hill, you know, you park front to front so everyone can get in their trunk or the back of their truck or whatever, access their gear. This guy parked the wrong way. That's his fucking fault. Yeah. 
And even if I park too close to them, you know what? The, the, the beauty of, of vehicles, like you get in, you, you turn the key, you press your foot on this little lever, and they fucking move. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Uh, some people. You know what, Mitchell? If I was there with you and I saw those motherfuckers were messing with your car, you know I'm saying something. Okay, you know what? I think part of it is I'm not a huge fighter, but I was getting mad and I was going to say something. Jimmy is, is absolutely not a fighter. Okay. He's like, oh, he's like, don't start a scene. <laughs> There's two things to go with this. First of all, Jimmy, you are the biggest waste of size I've ever seen in my life. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm pretty but sure he scared them off, though. Cause I have a great Jimmy story. When I, honked, when I honked my horn. Great Jimmy story to go after this, but yeah. – uh, Oh, my I got thing more is, videos to talk about. <laughs> my thing is, like, you don't have to, like, you don't have to create confrontation and expect a fight. I don't know why people think that. Like, yeah. if somebody does something wrong, you can verbally tell them off, but that doesn't mean that you're looking to fight. And if they want to fight and you see that, then either get the fuck out or fight. <laughs> like, yeah. But I'm just no, saying, I, like, I got you it, there. You know what it's, I mean? It's it's kind of the crowd you're with, right? Like, you know, Jimmy was a little <laughs> not wanting to do it. Yeah. You guys know me. I'm not really much of of. A, well, if you're alone, it's different, right? Then I you're, don't. You're like, what, like then you're thinking of like, oh, there's this many of them, and only one of me. Yeah, right. I, I get it. I will so, confront, but I will fight if I have to. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, I kind of wish I did say something to them, just because, like, you know, what the fuck? Like, who does that? This yeah. isn't your property. This is I. I don't know. Maybe they don't care about their fucking. Give me car, the license plate. I got some cop buddies. <laughs> yeah, I just start <laughs> harassing them. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Of- yeah, yeah, you have. Yeah. So like, yeah, like who does that? And if if you want more, I've got three more. Let's call them favorites. <laughs> All right, let's let's rifle through them. All right, that's a long story. Or a pistol. Oh. That's a long story. So another one. So in the parking lots, like obviously skeel. They get snow. They got to plow the roads. They got to plow the parking lots. They dump it in the ditch or the side of the parking lot. Like, that's yeah. where they push all the snow to you. So, whatever. Cypress sets out cones to make a nice little walkway for people to walk on one side of the road, keep them there, away from the vehicles, not holding up track of it, whatever. I'd say 95% of the people are smart enough to use this walkway. <laughs> but that 5%. <laughs> Now, I'm watching yesterday, and yeah, that 5%, I don't know what they're doing. They're walking on the other side of the road from the parking lot, which is essentially a ditch where they're pushing all this snow into, walking yep. in the deep snow. That's And because it's stacked up, they're sinking down to their knees or deeper. <laughs> so I'm watching this, and because it's so busy, people are now parking on that side of the road. Yeah. And I'm watching yesterday, I'm kind of gearing up and whatever, and uh, this one guy with his skis walking through the deep snow like an, an idiot. He slips in, like eats shit completely. Nice. Slams his skis into a vehicle. Just <laughs> nice. Decks his car. Nice. Walks away. He doesn't leave a note. Nothing. I'm sure he left a dent if and scrape. Like he, he probably damaged that truck. <laughs> like. Give so dash cam footage. I don't know. I was parked. I was just. I saw it happen. I'm like, oh, idiot. <laughs> be ready, man. You gotta be ready. So, that, that's another one. Uh oh, this one also happened yesterday. This one. Pretty short story. So I'm in the line to go, like, we're in the line to get onto the the chairlift. And because the lines are so long, and they are spacing out a bit to make you distance, which also makes them longer, this line, it's kind of off the flat part 
where you would normally stand, and it's starting to go up the end of the run. So you're on a steep hill. To say stopped, like, you know, so you don't slide around on a hill like that, people turn sideways. And, you know, so I'm on a board. My board's horizontal in front of me. You know, people on skis are just standing sideways just so they don't slide. I'm standing in line. I don't know where this guy came from. I don't know if he was behind me or what. I'm just standing there just talking to Jimmy or whatever. Suddenly, there's a guy fucking tangled up in my legs. His ski is under my board. <laughs> the other ski's on top of my board. He's lying on the ground. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> in his defense, he apologized. I'm like, oh, whatever, man. No worries. But I'm now stuck. I can't fucking move. All his weight's on my board, and he's also under my board. I'm like, what do you want me to fucking do here, buddy? Like, you got to get up. <laughs> well, Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> and I got one more idiot, and you guys are going to like oh, yeah, this. I love this. I love this. This is pretty out of character for me, and as the words were leaving my mouth, uh, I was like, what am I doing? Oh, here we go. This is the good one. Right <laughs> so... This may not be the best one. I think the tailgate one might be the best one. But anyway, so we're done skiing yesterday. Or four, I'm done boarding. Jimmy's done skiing. Uh, we're walking. We're at the lodge. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to run in, take a piss, and we'll head out. And Jimmy's like, okay, whatever. I'll hang out outside. So how Cypress has done it, they've locked all the doors. They now have two doors. One exit door, which is actually locked. You can't go in through it. You can only go out when you're leaving. And one entrance door. You walk in through the entrance. And I got to give them credit. They've done a great job. Like, they've got all these lines, and they've said, you know, this one's for the bathroom. This one's for the ski shop. This one's yeah. for the cafeteria. All these lines, you get in the right line, you go into where you got to go. So I go into the bathroom, whatever, I'm leaving. This guy walks out. He's maybe, I don't know, 20 steps ahead of me. You, It's a one way through. You got to come in the one door, you do a loop when you're leaving, go out the other door. He's. And they have signs everywhere, big, bold red signs, no exit, entrance only. There's arrows on the floor. There's signs hanging out overhead. There's signs hanging on these posts, literally everywhere. They have, you know, the freeway signs, the big red ones that say no exit? Yeah. They, or, sorry, uh, wrong way? You yeah. Know, like, they've got one of those hanging. This dude's walk, ignoring all this, walking out the entrance. So I'm watching this. I'm like, hey, dipshit. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, what if I... and... Oh, my God. So, the thing is... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the thing is, as I'm saying that, I'm like, I don't really know where I'm going with this. <laughs> There's, like, literally five people in the building total, like, including yeah. me and this guy. He either didn't hear me, chose to ignore me, or didn't think I was talking to him because he just kept going straight, and I shut up, and I went out the exit. So you're telling me you said <laughs> something to the guy who was walking the wrong way in a fucking ski lodge, and but you didn't say to the guy who put his tailgate on your foot. Yeah. <laughs> and I and as I was saying that, I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I – what am I – yeah, so anyway. Yeah. Law and order. I respect that. I respect that. <laughs> it's like, okay – they have so many fucking signs. Like, and people put I, their head down, man. That's what it is these days. I know. You know now, it's been so long since COVID has started. Like, yeah, people are aware to look for a sign. But like, like, I always check to make sure, like, I'm going the right way. All yeah, the time, if I'm going you know to a mean? store, I'm like, okay, before I do, I need the fucking sanitizer. Like, what yeah, is, yeah, 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 yeah. Do but I need to sign couple, in? Sometimes yeah, you need to sign in. I was like, I don't know, like, yeah. But sometimes you got to sign in so that they could contact trace. You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like some restaurants or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 
Honestly, I was kind of like, oh, this is excessive with the number of signs. But, like, I get it. This guy's a fucking idiot. Like, he's just like, yeah. oh, no signs here. Well, Mitchell, I wanted to <laughs> – Mitchell, that was great, by the way. <laughs> the, the tailgate one got me. Those are my, now, those now are my, uh, my favorite idiots that I've uh, yeah. come across in literally three ski trips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so. uh, to add on to your Jimmy story, now – Jimmy and I had been attempting to do some uh, winter golf whenever we can. And we yeah. got a nice nine-hole course near our house uh, or near my house that we will go to when it, the weather has been good for the last couple of days. So anyways, um, this Where's course invite, is called – first of all? We put it in the group. Oh, I've not seen shit about golf lately. Yeah, but it's, it was like three, four weeks ago last okay. time we went. You just made it sound like on a regular basis. Okay, yeah, I get it. Anyway, so me and him decided to go to Willow's one day. So it's a nice sunny day. It's cold out, but we're out there to golf. It's just me and Jimmy. It's just two of us, okay? Um, it's a nine-hole course, right? Mostly par threes, a couple par fours, one par five. But the par five is like 350 yards. So you can kind of get the idea of how this course is. It's And you still not really, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a hard course. Um, this course, you're allowed to play it as many times as you want. If you pay once... You could just play your nine, go back to one, play another nine. You could do that. So anyways, me and Jimmy come. It's relatively busy. And uh, we tee off on the first hole. We finish the hole. And it's just two of us. And we get to the next hole. When we got to the next hole, there was two groups waiting to tee off in addition to the, t- the group that was teeing off. So that's a total of three groups ahead of us. Okay. We get to the third hole, which is a par four. And at that time, it spaces out a bit because it's a par four. So we finish that hole. Um, meanwhile, there's a group of four middle-aged men behind us this whole time. So we finish the par four. We get to the, the next hole, which is a par three, and we're waiting at the tee box. Now there's only one team ahead of us. And we're like, okay, we got some space now. So me and Jimmy tee off. We both shank our tee shots. Terrible. Right? They're in play, but terrible. And Jimmy and I go, let's just take another shot, right? So we take another tee shot. Well, our both, our second tee shots both land on the green, right next to the hole. So we're like, all right, we're in business. And I go to Jimmy, why don't we just play our other shots just so we can practice? Because it's that kind of course, right? So he's like, okay. And uh, me and him take our – we played two balls essentially, right? So we're on the green. We're finishing our putts. When we got to the green without hitting a single putt yet, the group behind us had just got to the tee box. So naturally in golf, um, when you get to a tee box, I guess, on a par three, you have to wait for the team on the green to finish because it's a par three. We looked at the hole ahead of us, and there's still two groups waiting to tee off. So we're like, okay, well, we're not going to hold up these guys, so we might as well finish our two balls. So we finish our two balls, we get off, and the other group can tee off. So now we're waiting at the next hole for the hole for us to tee off, and there's still two groups ahead of us. Meanwhile, the team behind us, the group of four, is finishing the par three that we just finished. And they come up to our tee box. But the thing is about the par three that they're on is once they get their balls on the green, they have to pass our tee box, leave their bags, and walk to the green. And as they do that, they say to us, and we're waiting for the next tee with two groups ahead of us, and they're walking up to the green. And he looks at me and he goes, hey, man, what the fuck are you guys doing? You can't play two balls. And I go excuse me? And he goes, we can't play two balls. I go, well, I understand that, but there's still two groups ahead of us. So 
people are going to be waiting regardless. And there's only two of us. I thought it'd be okay for one hole. And he goes, that doesn't fucking matter. You can't play two holes. And I'm like, listen, buddy, you guys got a group of four. I already saw this is your second time playing this fucking course. I don't want to hear your shit. We're still waiting for our group in front of us to tee off. So no matter what you do or how fast you go, you're still going to wait for us to tee off at this tee box because we are waiting for this group ahead of us to tee off. So it doesn't matter how fast you finish. You're still going to wait for us. And English was his second language. So at this point, it fully escaped him. And all I heard was, fuck, shit, bitch, fuck you. That's all I heard. And I'm like, all right, man, I ain't got time for your shit. And I waved my hand at him and I turned around. And what do I see? Jimmy fucking Howell standing there with his arms crossed not looking at these guys because he's too afraid of conflict. (laughs) (laughs) I know how you feel, and I know that this guy is a bit of a bitch when it comes down to shit. And I ain't afraid to tell people how it is. You know what? What I gotta say, I'm... I don't think I'm as bad as Jimmy, but I'm similar. I know myself. (laughs) Hey, man. You know? (laughs) I get it. I get it. I know who my... I know know what people are okay with that kind of conflict. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if I was wrong, I would admit it. Most of the time, I wouldn't do that. But because yeah. I knew that there was a weight regardless, I did it. And I told the guy, I'm like, hey, man, I, I know it was just for one hole. We didn't do it for the rest of the course or the previous holes. I go, hey, man, it was just one hole. We thought we were going to wait anyways. And he still went off on me. So I'm going to give him the fucking business. I tell how it is. For sure. But Jimmy didn't do fucking shit. <laughs> Don't bring Jimmy to a fight is what we're getting. Yeah. But you know what the but funny no. thing was? The funny thing was when we finished the hole, Jimmy's like, all right, now let's take our time. I'm like, oh, now you want to be a tough guy, huh? <laughs> so Jimmy now just wants to be, to be spiteful, guy. eh? <laughs> but you know what was funny is uh, when we were finishing the hole that those guys yelled at us for. No, sorry. After we finished the hole that the, those guys got mad at us for, on our next hole, they had to wait for us to finish again for them to go. But we're only playing one ball this time. So I saw that. I'm like, you know what, Jimmy? Let's take our time. Let's read each other's putts. Let's give each other some help. <laughs> oh, man. I walked around that green three times before I hit my putt. Hey, if you want me to hit one ball, then I'll hit one ball. But if you're going to say shit, I'm going to make your day fucking miserable, bro. I'm going to read my putt. I'm going to clean my putter. I'm going to mark my ball. I'm going to do everything I can. <laughs> Fuck you. Why not? Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Although you do that on a fairly regular basis, but. That's just how you golf. <laughs> Not to that extent, but like, yeah. Uh, I get inside my own head. This guy always um, marks his ball, cleans it off. Sometimes switches balls, which is illegal, but you know. Yeah, you know what? I didn't know that. I didn't know it was illegal. And uh, I got some flack from some of my friends. Um, so I switched it. I But the thing was, I didn't want to use my good balls um, off the tee in fairway because sometimes I'm a wild card and I'll shank my shot into the bush and I didn't want to lose those balls. But at the, for the sake of the game, I stopped doing that, and I continued to use the same ball the whole time. Proud of you. For the most part. If I'm short on balls, <laughs> especially good ones, then I'll still do it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> We're not pros so, anyway. But. Yeah. I'm definitely by far the worst golfer on this pod right now. I didn't say it. You, you could I'll say it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you are. <laughs> do you guys remember that time I bought some really expensive balls and lost all of them? In was one day. North, was this Northview? Is it Northview? No, Whistler. The oh, green ones. <laughs> the green Callaways. I lost yeah. 12 balls. How oh, many did you lose at Northview that day, though? You lost a lot. Yeah, you lost a lot at Northview that day. You had to borrow some. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I lost tons there, but they weren't expensive balls, so it oh, wasn't those are the noodles, long and soft. That's what she said. Yeah, long and soft. <laughs> All right, we got off the rails here a little bit. Um, You're going off the pond anyway. We are off the pond. Oh, but we went we went too off. Ah, uh, no, there's no such thing as too off. There the is pond. no. Um, Scott, what about you? Give us, uh, give us an off-the-pond topic that you want to give. Uh, I was not prepared for this because Mitch had all the off-the-pond shit. Uh, I do have one more one Well, more, I got, I I got story, more if you want. I got more. It's just, Mitch, is just the thing I think it is, and I can kind of chime in on it? This is definitely the thing you think it is. Oh, okay. let's get into we'll it. let him go because I can also, like, help this story. All right. So what I'll do, I'll just kind of give some background. You definitely need a bit of background uh, to understand why this is hilarious. <laughs> So for anyone who doesn't know, Scott and I work in the same industry. We're in construction. We're in the wholesale side. Like we sell to contractors who go and then build buildings. So, yeah. <laughs> we previously worked together. Now we work separate. Well, then we work separately, and I am actually going to start his company on Monday. Actually, Just yeah. Today's separate. Friday. Monday, we will be working together again. But yeah, anyway. Couldn't get enough of each other, eh? <laughs> Tony, what are you doing? Like, come on. Let's Come join us. <laughs> OTP at work. Um, <laughs> but so for the background, um, how it works for new construction. So, you know, new high rises or even commercial buildings or even just like a single family home. Uh, what developers will do, they'll get quotes from a bunch of different contractors. Uh, this is typically, typically called bidding. You know, when the, the contractor puts in their quote, it's called a bid. Like eBay. It's essentially, yeah, you're trying to, but it's the opposite of eBay because you're trying to be the lowest bid. Because then the developers can be like, okay, this is the best price, let's go with them. eBay so plus golf equal bid. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, you know, what was score? But yeah, just let it go. Okay, continue on. But um, yeah, and then like. Yeah, so on the wholesale side, we bid to the contractors, contractors bids to the developers, and and yeah, and then usually the best quote or the best bid, the developer will sign it, will award the project to the contractor, contractor will get then award the contract to the suppliers, you know, saying you're going to purchase this material from you for that price, just how construction works. Kind of like going for a home rental, you know, you get a couple guys come in and give you an estimate. Da-da. Exactly. To make it so most people understand it. Exactly. Like, yeah, if you, but that's usually a smaller project. There's really no contracts involved in that case, but it's the same idea, really. Um, now, when you sign the contract, one of the things you have to do is uh, you have to send in technical data sheets for all items on, on this project. Literally Ooh. everything has to be submitted and then this goes to the engineer. The engineer is going to make sure it meets code, it meets performance. It's going to meet everything that they want it to meet. That they want. And, you know, they, they have to meet specific building codes depending on your country, province, state, city, county, wherever you live. You know, there's going to be building codes they have to meet. And sometimes they'll go beyond that to try and get rebates from the government for, say, a green building, right? You know, an energy efficient building. But what, oh, what's the, the lead building or whatever they use nowadays? The lead is, is yeah. one of the big ones, yeah. But that, that part doesn't really matter. Um, and, then, and then this process, this all these technical sheets, it's typically either called a shop drawing package or a submittal package. 
So that's really the background. Now here's, <laughs> here's for the story. So I, and Scott knows this guy too. This is a contractor and we're not going to really give any names. We're not going to give names. Well, you we can replace the name, but we won't give business name or whatever. Yeah. Don't give names. Yeah. So let's call this guy, Bob. I was going to say Carl. Carl. Carl? Whatever you want. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> you know, I feel like Carl works. Let's call him Carl. So one day Carl emails me. He's like, hey, I can't seem to find your quote, but I'd like to award this job to you. Can you please send me uh, shop drawings? And, um, okay, sorry, I got to pause. The dog's being stupid. Okay. To give you, he, basically where he's going with this? Okay, sorry, I'm back. He, uh, okay. He's good. <laughs> okay. He was uh, going nuts on a toy there. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Carl sends me an email. I'd like to award this job to you. Please prepare shop drawings. He gave me some weird name that I had never heard of. And I'm like, uh, hey, man, like, what was this job? I, I don't have any records of this in my system. I don't have any records in my email. No records ever, anywhere. And they said, oh, shoot. He's like, yeah, I can't find it. Uh, you quoted around this time and this and that. And I'm like, Okay. Like, and then I'm searching everywhere. I'm like, can you send me the drawings again? I can't find it. And then he sends me this thing. Not drawings. It's a quote from one of my competitors. I'm like, that's not my company. Um, oh, I'm shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm like, oh, I'm looking at it. I, and thankfully that my competitor, they put the job name on their quote. I look it up. Uh, I see it in our system. We never actually quoted that job. I'm like, oh, we never quoted that one. It's not me. He's like, okay, sorry. It gets Next better. Day. Next day. Almost the same. A very similar. I, I tell him, you know, you'll have to go back to them. And next day, he sends me a very similar email. So I'm like, as mentioned yesterday, we did not quote this job. You'll have to go back to the company that quoted you. And now at this point, he's looking for one particular product. And that is a product my company does not carry. Oh, God. We don't carry it. We have a similar product, but it's not actually the same. And in that brand, we don't, we cannot buy it because they have some sort of distribution contract with another company, right? So we can't yeah. even, we can't even get a hold of this product if we wanted to. So then, he's like, oh, no. so then I'm like, then he's like, oh, okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah. He's like, but could you still send me some shop drawings? He's like, he's like, I like working with you all. I'll buy it from you instead. And then I'm like, that's not going to work. We don't carry that product. And this, what you sent me is not the drawings. This doesn't give me enough info to actually quote this, you know, cause that particular product, there's a lot of very specific details you need to know to quote something like that. Yeah. And obviously my competitor is not going to put all those details in the quote because they, they kind of keep how to, they want to keep things a little, bit, a little bit secret so that, you know, if someone leaks their quote out, I can just say, oh, yeah, I'll quote this, this, and this. Okay, yeah, 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 work, yeah. Right? Because they've done all the work. They don't want to lose the job. So I'm like, no, we don't have access to this product. We can't carry it. And then he sends me an email later asking for the shit again. And then I literally <laughs> gave him a list of every single reason why I will not be preparing shop drawings. It was like, one, we do not carry that product. Two, you did not send me drawings or a spec. I cannot do anything. Like, I don't know what you actually need. Like, I forget what all my points were. 
And then um, my last point, or no, and then at some point he did send me, it's called a spec, but it's basically very, the engineers will write a spec on everything that they need. And this is basically the minimum parameters for whatever product. And then they'll also list the brands that are acceptable on this job. And they did list one brand that would be acceptable other than the base design. And it's, again, not a brand we carried. And I finally said, we also do not carry any of the approved brands. It was like, oh, shoot, sorry. A couple days later, he sends me an email. How are you making out on those shop drawings? <laughs> Literally, I told this guy four fucking times, I will not be doing shop drawings because we don't carry that product. I did not quote that job. This guy clearly wants you to do the job. <laughs> I literally can't. Dude, okay, I literally from, can't. Yeah, I, okay, and all of this, Mitch just texts me like, "Oh, you know, you know, Carl from such and such." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, he okay? He'll email like okay." So I'm starting at Mitch's company on Monday, but my previous company, I was like, he would send an email to like we had like an estimating like you want to quote, you send it to this email. Mm-hmm. He's like, he would send a request like, "Oh, I want to quote on this job, such and such, whatever the name is." Doesn't send the drawings, so we can quote it. And then, like, day out, he's like, oh, just a reminder, this quote's, uh, this job's closing this morning. Dude, <laughs> you never sent us the drawings. We yeah. can't quote you. And he would do yeah. this multiple times and then get mad at us because we didn't quote him. And it's like, you didn't send us the shit we need to quote. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's wrong with this guy. And just a, a final just a, little... Just a little, just a little slow. Little update to uh, the the story, my little situation with him. Two days ago, he emailed me. He said, hey, the engineer has rejected your shop drawings. Please revise and resubmit. You should send, honestly, Mitchell, you should just send him some, like, like stick figure drawing of whatever similar thing that he's asking for. (laughs) And be like, here's your fucking drawing, you fucking imbecile. Send him a dick. And call it a day. Might just send him a dick pic. Let him send that off to an engineer. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know what his fucking problem is. I've told him I don't know how many times. I've stopped responding to him. I just, yeah. like, I'm... Yeah. Was not my favorite guy to deal with, either. He's, he's, he's got really all... not on the, the right wavelength. He has all the pieces. He just has to solve the puzzle, you know? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if he has the pieces, you know what I'm saying? Oh, he has the pieces. I don't know if he's got the capacity to, to sort it out, though. He They're doesn't not, have the front like, cover from the puzzle box showing what he needs. Oh, like, I see what you're saying. Like, the pieces so are he there. Just, he's just he's, mushing pieces together. Hopefully, yeah. it'll work eventually. Yeah, exactly. And then so, okay. back with a big old nah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing, so... Not to give too much away, this company... So when you're in the construction industry, we typically offer credit accounts to contractors uh, because sometimes they'll have to spend, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars on a project. And sometimes they just don't have the capital to just drop 200 grand. Right. Yeah. They kind of have to pay us as they get paid. So we'll offer credit to them. This company never had credit with us. And then they did award me one time. They awarded me a job that I did quote. (laughs) So anyway, uh, they didn't have an account. I said, hey, because you don't have credit with us, you will have to pay up front. And they're like, oh, this is way too much. Uh, can we open an account? I'm like, yeah, here you go. Fill out this paperwork. We'll get you set up. So they did that. They bought it. Job went fine. It's all good. They just never paid. Ever. They never <laughs> paid their bill. It's been five months. <laughs> they nice. did not pay their bill. 
So even if I did quote this job that he thinks I did, they wouldn't be able to buy anything from us until they actually sell up their account anyway. <laughs> you can't. Stupid is as stupid does. Forrest Gump. Yeah, I just, I really don't, oh, I don't understand this guy. You got yourself a pickle there, Mitch. Hey, honestly, it, at this point, it's, it's not the good pickles. No, it, it's like, honestly, it's like the sweet pickles, like the weird ones. It's entertainment though. Like, you know, work is work. It, it's boring. It's what you got to do. Honestly, I got to go lot of your text messages when you were. Oh talking. yeah. Right. I'm, I'm sitting there. Every time he e- emails me, I kind of get a little excited. I'm like, oh, what does he want now? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's God damn. Well, you got to figure your shit out, homie. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I don't All know right, what's boys. wrong with him. <laughs> uh, are, are we got anything else or? Uh, no. He was awesome, me. Well, I had another thing, but we're at we're at an hour and a half, so I feel like we might we should wrap it up. Yeah, yeah that's I'm, a pretty good, that's decent part actually. Yeah, I think it is. I'm back. That's, that's fair with that. I didn't really have any other talking points either. So okay, I got one last thing. I got <laughs> one right. last thing. Okay. Sure um, everyone knows because of COVID, a lot of recreational sports are not existent or have restrictions. Okay, so everyone knows I play hockey, and because of COVID, our hockey team decided that we're not going to enter for men's league for the year because we know of the consequence that could happen. So right now, and because it's winter, I don't have any sport that I'm playing right now. I'm really stuck. And everybody knows Tony. I got a lot of, I got a lot of competitive juices inside of me, a lot of competitive juice. And if not properly outleted or outlet, I, I get a little bit, I get a little bit weird. Okay. And, uh, I used to have hockey that's not happening right now. And then I had golf in the summer and a little bit in the fall, but that's not happening now. So to be honest with you guys, the only thing I have right now is Call of Duty. <laughs> Call of Duty Warzone. That's all I got right now. And let me tell you, it, it's, it's just tough. It's just tough right now. Because Call of Duty's in a state right now where there's one gun that just rules the entire game and if you can get killed by it in two shots, and it's very, very fucking frustrating. But the funny thing to me is I can spend four to six hours on this game and then tell my girlfriend that I've done this, and she'll be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What are you doing playing that game? I go, honey, let me tell you something. I don't have hockey. I don't have golf. All I have is Call of Duty. This is all I have right now. And if you take this away from me, I have nothing else to outlet my competitive nature. So this is what I'm putting all of my competitive nature into. And it's not going well. And it's very frustrating. And I need everything to go back to normal. <sighs> That's fair. I'm not big on Call of Duty, but I get it. No, man. It's just frustrating. There's yeah. nothing else. I got nothing else. I just suck at COD. That's my thing. I'm yeah. so happy I can I snowboard. <laughs> if I couldn't, I... I was already starting to go crazy. Uh, yeah, like at least you have that, right? Like that's I mean, like you boys know me. You've been to my house. You know I tend to start projects and then leave them. <laughs> you finish any? <laughs> I haven't finished yet, but I've gotten back to working on them. I'm going to be finishing up pretty much everything I've got on the go. <laughs> nice. I'm pretty close on two right now, so. There <laughs> you go. All yeah. right, boys. I think I think that wraps it up, right? I, I think uh, so. so. Okay. Uh, Anything we want to shout out? I don't know. Like, do we yeah, want to quick plug? Do we want to 
we gonna say we got the we got the Instagram. Yeah, so we still have our Instagram. Uh, if I recall, it is OTP off the pond. The the Instagram is off the pond, all one word, all lowercase. Uh, but evidently, that's not the only thing I'm trying to to plug right now. We got a, a member of our podcast who just recently made a new Instagram account. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're looking to follow for feel good, sexy pics, or just plain old nude nudity, and I say that <laughs> as a pun because you'll figure it out if you go to the podcast, uh, if you go to the Instagram, you're going to want to follow our boy McNasty on Instagram at 69McNasty69. Again, that's 69McNasty69. Okay, so it's the number 69, it's the number 69, then McNasty, all one word, all lowercase, and then 69 again. Like I said, if you want some feel good, partial nude, itty, <laughs> and just all around fun, you're going to want to follow this Instagram. And, uh, and I said I will be promoting the podcast from that. Oh, yeah. Instagram now. That'll oh, yeah. My- That'll be that one. So we'll just see what we can do. Let's get yeah. some more. Um, but boys, it was great to get back at it. I appreciate you guys. I had a great time as usual. Uh, a yeah. bit of a longer podcast. We're uh, actually no, we're usually about an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah typically. We try. Yeah, and, you can we try. You can jump in talking. and hop out whenever you want as a listener, as long as you're ever listening. Give us a listen. Follow us on Instagram. Give us a like. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably come back at you after the resumption of the NHL. Yeah, fantasy hockey do, drafts will be done. I think we're gonna try. We're gonna do every Friday recording. Yeah, friend. get more regular uh, shows. At again. that time, again, uh, NHL will have been resumed. Uh, fantasy hockey drafts will be done. We'll have more stories for you. But uh, that being said, it was a pleasure, and uh, I think we're good. All right, all right. Peace cheers, fellas. Cheers. See you next week. I'm gonna cheers my webcam camera. Bang. All right, I'll get up there. There we go. Peace out. All right. Until next time.